Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, the Father and the Son, from the beginning to the completion of the plan of our salvation. There's a plan that God has, and uh, and He's at work, and the Holy Spirit is at work. When Jesus sent His Holy Spirit, He said, "My peace I give you, my peace I leave with you." And He breathed His Spirit on His disciples. The, he said, the, 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 "The Spirit is like the wind; it's the breath of God in that sense." Um, the very word "spirit" means uh, means uh, a breeze or means wind. Soul means blast of wind. Uh, suke, it's where we would get the word psychology. Our soul is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. But the spirit, the spiritual part of our spiritual soul is the word numa. But it's, it's a word that means breath. And so in Hawaii, we say aloha, which means I give you my breath. It's, 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 it's the essence of life and love that we give. And that's what John Paul II said, that love is self-donation. So Jesus breathed on his disciples and they received the Holy Spirit. When Jesus died and ascended and at Pentecost sent his spirit, it was in a new way that in the Old Testament the believers never received. The Holy Spirit will come upon the prophets. But in this new time, in these end times, as when Jesus uh, established his church, the Holy Spirit lives within us like rivers of living water bubbling forth. You know, there's springs in Florida that I, we show in a long ride home where it's crystal clear living water, uh, bubbling water coming up. And here in Waikiki, there's an area about a quarter of a mile from my house down here where you walk along the beach. And when you swim in that area of the ocean, it seems so fresh and clean. It's because there's freshwater springs that bubble up right there in the sand. Most people don't know that, but it's considered very healing waters. So the Holy Spirit, the image of water and of, and of, and of, and of breath. <clears throat> the, the Holy Spirit um, is to, the, to believe in the Holy Spirit is to profess that the Holy Spirit is one of the persons of the Holy Trinity, consubstantial with the Father and the Son. Not less than, right? Equal. <clears throat> and, and, and exists together in, in essence with the Father and the Son. He is worshipped and glorified. Don't forget to say, I love you, Holy Spirit. For this reason, the divine mystery of the Holy Spirit was already treated in the context of the Trinitarian theology. Here, however, we have to do with the Holy Spirit only in the divine economy. So we're speaking of the Holy Spirit in terms of salvation, his work of salvation. The Holy Spirit is at work with the Father and the Son from the beginning to the completion of the plan for our salvation. Like I was saying, there's a plan and it will be completed. Hello, Valerie. Hey, David. Aloha. If you guys are here, say aloha. Tell us where you, where you are right now. But in these end times, ushered in by the Son's redeeming incarnation, the Spirit is revealed and given, recognized and welcomed as a person. Now can this divine plan accomplished in Christ, the firstborn and head of the new creation, be embodied in mankind by the outpouring of the Spirit as the church, the Holy Spirit as the church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. All through the day, become friends with the Holy Spirit. Acknowledge Him, speak to Him, ask Him for His help and grace and wisdom. 
No one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. That's from uh, 1 Corinthians 2. Now God's Spirit, who reveals God, makes known to us Christ. So the Holy Spirit isn't saying, hey, notice me. He's saying, here's Jesus, here's the Father. If you see Jesus, you see the Father. He's very humble. Now God's Spirit, who reveals God, makes known to us Christ, His Word, capital W, right? The Logos of God. His living utterance. But the Spirit does not speak of Himself. The Spirit who has spoken through the prophets makes us hear the Father's Word, but we do not hear the Spirit Himself. It's like in the voice speaks, those sound waves travel, and it, the Holy Spirit God the Father has a thought, utters it, which is the, which is His Son Jesus, and those vibrations that hit our ear, maybe we could say that would be like the Holy Spirit, but it's not. That isn't the voice. The voice is in, in is in Jesus. So He's very humble. The Spirit who has spoken to the prophets makes us hear the Father's word, but we do not hear the Spirit Himself. We know him only in the movement by which he reveals the word to us and disposes us to welcome him in faith. The, the Holy Spirit isn't this vague thing. The Holy Spirit is a person. And when you pray, Holy Spirit, increase your, increase your hand upon me. Holy Spirit, I love you. I welcome you. Fill me with your grace. Holy Spirit isn't a concept, He's a person. The Holy Spirit will come like a mighty wind, He'll come like a gentle breeze. He'll come with tongues of fire to infuse God's grace. You know, Thomas Aquinas talked about pride as being the, ma the major sin. And one of the greatest sins that Christians have is this sort of pride that says, I gotta get, I gotta become a better person without saying, Lord, help me to be a better person, you know? Holy Spirit, help me. The Holy Spirit doesn't accuse. He comes alongside to convict us of sin and to help us. Like, I know you're having a problem like this. Let me help you. Acknowledge it. Seek forgiveness. Let me even help you to acknowledge and seek forgiveness. And then let me come alongside and help you and give you grace. Certain sins, habitual sins especially, are very hard to break. Maybe it's a pattern of thought or other things. And so we don't go to self-help book to, books to figure out how to do that. We go to the Holy Spirit and say, help me, Holy Spirit, to break this pattern in my life. Fill me with the power. Remember, Jesus said you'll have power when the power from on high comes upon you. And Paul's favorite word isn't love or God or Jesus, it's dyna dynamos. It's the word power, the same power of the Holy Spirit that knocked him off his high horse. The Spirit of truth who unveils Christ to us will not speak on his own. Such properly divine self-effacement, shall we say humility, explains why the world cannot receive him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. And as I've said before, I believe it was, it might have been GK, I always get their C.S. Lewis and GK mixed up who said God hides himself just enough so that those that do not do not want to find him will not, but just enough so those that do want to find him will find him. Well, those who believe in Christ know the Spirit because he dwells with them.
But we can grieve the Holy Spirit by our sin. And that's why it's so important to, to every evening have an examination of conscience uh, and ask for forgiveness, but also to have a, an examination of our life just to ask to be thankful for the good things in, the, in, in life. In, in Dante's Divine Comedy, when, uh, when Dante is crossing over from purgatory into paradise, he finds these two rivers, two beautiful streams that don't have a source other than God himself. And one of the streams he washes in, and you, and you have to wash in both or there's no effect. He goes into one stream of, of, of deep repentance, and then God washes away from him. He doesn't, he doesn't make him forget the sins, but the pain of his sin and the shame of his sin, he washes away. And then he also goes and washes in the other stream where he's washed and filled with remembrance of the goodness of God and the good things that have happened in his life. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. And that's why it's so important to go to confession regularly and to receive that beautiful washing, that absolution of Christ. We go to confession because God, in his divine ekonia, in his economy, he designed it so that people would minister to people, that the church would be the source of life, that he would, he would, he would, we wouldn't just have to be individual soldiers, but we would be part of a church. And that when the priest stands there in persona Christi, representing and actually more than that being Jesus Christ for us at that time, great absolution. People go to the bartender and talk about things, or they go to their psychologist and talk about things, or they talk to their friends, but you need to go to Jesus and ask for forgiveness every day. And then at times go to confession and seek that, that, that beautiful absolution. Going to a psychologist is like going to confession, but without absolution. <laughs> the church, a communion living in the faith of the apostle, which she transmits, is a place where we know the Holy Spirit. So let's just pause for a moment here and let's just pray. Oh, Holy Spirit, how much we love you. Come fill us, Holy Spirit, with a new baptism of your, of your, of your spirit. Pour into us your Holy Spirit. Let rivers of living water, like Joel, Joel said, burst forth from our hearts. Fill us with the knowledge of you, the power of you, the love. Just fill us with your love, Lord, and give us this day um, your orders. Order our day and help us to abide in you throughout the day. And by the way, don't forget to press the share button and, uh, and uh, then you become part of this ministry. And also, uh, don't forget to go to uh, uh, deepadventure.com. And for the women, you can join the mama bears. And for the men, we have this incredible man cave and school of manliness and, and, and join us there. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Aloha.